Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Hello, hello. And it has been some time since I last checked in with you guys. Um, I think between illness and work being pretty manic, um, I'd kind of sat down to do the podcast a couple of times. I just not felt in the right space to do it. And I'm a big fan of delivering these things authentically and contemporarily, you know, not kind of pre-recording too much of it too far in the future, because I like to give you a snapshot of what's really been happening and the conversations that I've been having with clients. So, you know, I don't like to deliver them a, a half-assed. Some people would argue that I should just show up every week and I, I do try and do that. Um, but yeah, it's always nicer to just be here when I genuinely have some energy and some content to share with you guys and a message that's going to help you. Um, now this week I'm still not quite hundred percent. I'm definitely nearly there. I'm probably 99%. Um, I've also had a really tough massage today. Um, I normally squeal like a little pig when I go to my sports massage and, you know, apparently that's a sign they're doing it properly and, you know, I'm training and, well, I'm not really training at the moment. I'm doing some exercise. But, um, you know, we're undoing a lot of a lot of work here. And yeah, so I've had that done today. But normally I squeal like a little pig. And today I was like, no, do it harder because I've had a load of knots in my shoulders. That's kind of gone a nice shade of purple today. Um, yeah, and life moves on. And I'm kind of hoping that I'm moving towards the end of my acute journey with the issues I've had with my back and my hips and everything else. Um, having a chat with my coach Alan today, who some of you will have heard on the podcast. And um, yeah, I think we've narrowed it down to maybe, yeah, no bits of me working. I think my fingers, which is good because, you know, three days a week, I'm a dentist. Um, But I mean, even my toenails, I have nine toenails and one of those is trying to grow in the wrong direction. So um, yeah, it's feeling really positive. Um, But onwards and upwards, it's been a busy week. And I'm really like kind of glad to be jumping on here because I I could have skipped another day and, you know, then it's a long time since I last published my last episode. But actually, I had some great conversations this week. Um, I had a presentation to do to some, you know, the adults of tomorrow, 17 and 18 year olds on Monday, which was um, something really different for me. And, you know, nice kind of private school, all very well behaved, but it's still a daunting audience because they don't even pretend to be interested in you. Like they're there because it's compulsory. Whereas I'm used to like a paying voluntary audience. Um, So that was quite different. But I was also doing some in-person coaching um, with the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs, my sponsor group on Friday. Um, So I am the performance mentor for the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs and they also supply the fabulous logo and sponsorship for my kit. Um, And you know, pay for a load of swag for me and keep me keep me pumping in triathlon. Um, and I can only be super thankful for them this year as well because, you know, triathlon has needed to take a back seat, which I don't like. Um, and I don't know when I'll be racing again. And it's really nice to still have the support from them that says, actually, whatever you do moving forward, that's important to us because at the end of the day, it's not about the results that you have. It's about the process that you have to get there and who you are as a person. And so that really means a lot. Um, So yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And actually, when I was at my performance coaching gig on Friday in London, um, 
we had some really interesting conversations and one of the things that I got people to work on is we were talking about kind of business growth and strategy we had an amazing session with Heather Hancock um who I absolutely girl crush all over um she is definitely the cleverest person on the planet um, <laughs> she knows how to run a business like she's been there seen it done it she's worked with some really you know top end CEOs and executives and she knows what she's talking about. I'd imagine she's a complete ball buster if she's your coach, um, but gets gets shit done. And um, yeah, so we had a strategy session with her and we were all kind of there riffing throughout the day, which was brilliant. Um, and then my session was on mindset and kind of fear and how we get over those hurdles in terms of the human factors and the mindset that are going to prevent people from executing the strategy that they've just so lovingly created during the day. Um, because I think the thing is for entrepreneurs, business owners, is that often the thing that gets in the way of growth is fear. Um and so we were talking a lot about this and during my kind of preparation for the presentation in the afternoon um, and the discussion that we were going to have, I started to think, you know, about where fear comes from. And it's something I work on with my clients quite a lot. Um, I've done a lot of research on the subject um, over the last kind of six months as well. And, you know, we do a bit of psychology and things like that. And if you listen to all the right people, in fact, if you listen to anybody, it all comes down to the same thing, is that a lot of fear comes from getting to know yourself and understanding who you were as a kid. And it all sounds a bit wish-washy and a bit marshmallowy, but what I kind of asked people to do in the room was to actually just take a step back and kind of try and have a little conversation with the smaller person inside you. Now, obviously, the smaller person inside me at kind of seven or eight is basically the same height. But for most of you, they're going to be a little bit smaller. And it's just asking that person, like asking that kid kind of what were you frightened of? What were the things that happened to you that shaped who you are today? So what were the things that scared you? What were you worried you wouldn't have enough of? Um you know, maybe what were you worried you had too much of? What doesn't matter to you? Where does any kind of scarcity concern you? It might be around food, money, love, inclusion, all those kind of things. Like what were the experiences that you really remember as a child in negative and positive lights? Um, to give you an example, and, and the reason I pick up on this is because it's something I've spoken about in both of the um, kind of talking events that I've done this week, is the fact that you know, by all of the people around me as a child, I was told, you are the academic, you are the clever one. You know, you have brains, which means you'll be fine because you'll be able to go to university. And if you go to university, you'll get a job where you can earn money. And that's really important because if you have money, then nothing else matters. Now, you know, I wasn't from the poorest family in the world, but we didn't have tons of money. Um, you know, we did have to be careful. We didn't have, you know, we had holidays in a tent. We had a fiesta with no seatbelts in the back um, <laughs> we had a fun time like I don't look back on my childhood and think oh I was hard done by and this is not what this exercise is about when I asked all these people to, to kind of have that conversation with their kind of inner child it's not about saying oh you know I'm hard done by and I'm a product of my circumstances and if I'd had more money or I'd had better circumstances if I'd been in a better place when I was brought up if we'd had a bigger house a nicer school all those things then I'd be a better person than I am today it's absolutely not about that it's not about saying oh well that's my grit comes from it's nothing to do with that at all there are elements of your personality that are not malleable that are just who you are you know for example some some kids are going to be really keen to get up on stage others are not you know some people are going to be more optimistic than others and often those are just traits that are embedded within us however 
those traits can be shaped by our experiences. So for me, um, I was never concerned with being sporty. And when the opportunity came around that I needed to be that, because I knew it would be good for my health and there were other challenges. And actually when I started to enjoy it, it was a real conflict for me because suddenly I was thinking, okay, well, you know, am I sacrificing time when I should be studying? Um, Is this for me? And actually had a real block sort of thinking, oh, okay, maybe I'm good at this. It took me a long time to think of myself as an athlete because for so long I'd been told that I wasn't and that I would never be that. You know, I was kind of told that sport wasn't for me because I was a clever person and you could, you know, in my head that meant you were either clever or you were sporty. And so when we look back at these kind of things that are said to us as children, the beliefs that are instilled in us, it really shapes our identity and that can sometimes place big barriers in front of us because a lot of the time one of the biggest fear we have as humans is the fear of being left out. You know, the reason that humans are so successful as a species is because we learned to pool our resources. So we learned that we could survive better by sharing and supporting and living in groups. And that is why we are so powerful as a species. You know, it's not to do with our diet and things like that. It's to do with the fact that we could share food and then we could start farming because we didn't all need to be hunting at the same time. It's all those kind of little things. And when you think about that, it makes sense then that the biggest human fear really is being kicked out of the tribe. Because if you're kicked out of the tribe, you know, you lose your source of food, you're cut off from all of those communal resources and you have to do everything yourself. And that means it's far harder for you to survive. So a lot of the time that messes up who we are as people because rather than just kind of, you know, bumbling along and thinking, actually, I'm just going to be myself and that's okay and it doesn't matter if people accept me and my nearest and dearest can take me as as I am or they can bugger off, you know, we don't. We think I've got to do everything to fit in with the people around me because if I lose them, I'm going to lose my link to survival. And although we don't think about that on the surface, that's exactly what's happening underneath. That's what's happening in the primitive parts of our brain is this terror that we might be kicked out of what we know as our tribe. But the thing is, particularly with the invention of the internet and all these social communities we have online, that's just not true. And actually, we can build our lives so that we can find the communities that we get on with, that resonate with us, that actually will make us feel included, that will settle that part of our brain that's worried about survival. But the problem is if we don't address who we are and we don't get to know who we are and we don't understand the beliefs that have shaped us, the beliefs that have said, oh, you belong in this tribe of people or, you know, these are the things that are going to have you thrown out of the tribe and they might may not be true at all. They're just what's imprinted on us. If we don't recognise that, then we have no ability to challenge and maybe say, well, that's a part of me, but that's a part of somebody else. And one of the important things to do is to have a conversation with little you and maybe put to bed some of those fears by saying, well, what are you most scared of? And there might be some things in there that are fixed that you're still scared of, but actually there might be some things in there that you're still scared of that you can kind of answer and say, actually, that's not a real thing to be afraid of. That's catastrophizing and it's not going to happen and it's not real and you're okay. You're okay. And those are the things that you can, the conversations that you can have with yourself. It's just to say, this is what I've been afraid of, but I'm okay. That's not going to happen. I'm going to be all right. 
And it's amazing just by writing these things down, recording them, having that physical conversation with yourself, how much of that primitive brain you can really settle and calm down. And suddenly you get this immense sense of calmness and clarity and confidence. And you can go out there and find your tribe of people that kind of nurture the parts of you that you've discovered are your real identity and not what's imprinted on you by other people. And you can also suddenly immediately see some of the barriers that are preventing you from growing as a person, growing in business, growing in whatever it is that you want to explore and do better at. So, you know, it's a very short thought for this week. And obviously, you know, I've not been here for a little while, but it's a really deep and meaningful conversation that you can have with yourself. And the The point here is that if you get to know yourself really, really well, if you explore who you were 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago versus who you are now versus who you want to be in the future, that unlocks a massive power. And in fact, even just having the conversation with little you and not thinking about anything else and trying to quiet some of the fears that runs through that mind, that child's mind you're suddenly going to feel better and you're suddenly going to identify some of the stuff that's, you know, been holding you back for so long ago. That's not real and that's not a part of me. And if you can get to know yourself really well on that kind of level, the reason we spoke about it on Friday is because it prepares you for the things that are going to be challenging and it allows you to really focus in on your priorities and your values and your beliefs. And when you can do that, that's exactly what we're talking about when it comes to goal setting and prioritization, which we've talked about before on the podcast. If you haven't listened to those episodes, go back and listen to them now because they're really powerful and really important. Um, But those are the things that we've talked about before and how you get to that point of understanding what your priorities are and what they should be day to day is understanding who you are. And not many people will go back and really think about who they are and try and spend that time, you know, on your own in a meditative state, that kind of thing where you're literally just reflecting on the parts of your own personality who you've been and who you are now people don't do it because it's uncomfortable and a lot of people go oh you know it's marshmallowy and it doesn't matter and we shouldn't brave it blame everything on our parents and this is not what this is about this is about saying i want to live by my own values and my own priorities because that is the way that i'm going to fulfill fulfillment and that's what it's all about and that's what we're here to do and if you want to find out what's important to you if you want to get better at stuff if you want to do better then you need to understand who you really are so i'm keeping it short because Quite frankly, I sound awful. Um, I could have another nosebleed at any moment. I've got a brilliant post-nasal drip here as well, which is really irritating me. Um, I'm supposed to be recording some audiobooks this week. And (laughs) that's all gone out the window because I sound awful. Um, But yeah, go away and ask yourself some difficult questions. I hope that has been a real thought-provoking episode for you. Um, Hopefully I'll be back again next week. I've got a busy um, few days coming up um, again over Friday to Monday this week, which is when I normally get these kind of out and processed. Um, But I'm hoping to be back, if not in the next week, within the next two weeks again um, covering some more stuff for you Um, as always if there's any topics that you'd specifically like me to cover then please get in touch through all the usual channels and don't forget you can join in with the uh, Facebook community as well Um, and on Monday we're having another crack at the taking control of overwhelm um, workshop I ran this a few weeks back and it was really, really powerful for the people that attended. We had some amazing feedback, some people that had implemented things literally 24 hours later and it had made a cracking difference to them. So um, that was amazing feedback for me, which is why I wanted to run it again because I know a few of you missed out. So get in touch. Um, I will put the link to that. You can just sign up and register there. 
jump onto that one um and yeah if you've got any questions around this or anything else um you know where to find me otherwise um keep your eyes and ears peeled and hopefully i'll be back very soon thanks for listening to the do better podcast i hope you enjoyed the show You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.